Hi everyone, welcome to the You're Not My Therapist podcast. So today, for the very first episode of this podcast, we are talking about the elephant in the room. The one topic that I think everyone loves to avoid. Depression. So, let's start with the basics. What's depression? Is it just feeling sad all the time or is it something more sinister? Well, you must already know that depression is a serious mental health condition and it affects like millions of people around the world. So, no, it's just, it's not just feeling sad. It's literally a whole bunch of unpleasant symptoms like fatigue, loss of interest, and I think a general sense of hopelessness, you know? So, Yeah, if you need an image, it's like the flu, but for your brain. And I compare this to the flu because depression literally affects the chemicals in your brain. So there are the chemicals that control your mood, your energy, and also your motivation. So it can make you feel like exhausted or even irritable. And even lead to physical symptoms like changes in appetite and sleep problems. Right? So like having a really bad case of the Monday blues, but every day. But even now, people tend to avoid to say that they are depressed. You know, it's like a shame or something. And people with depression are still like lazy person. And I don't understand. Why is depression so hard to talk about? Why is there still so much stigma attached to it? Well, let's face it. I think that first, nobody wants to be the party pooper. Like, depression is the equivalent of wearing a do not disturb sign around your neck 24-7. And it's not exactly a very good conversation starter. And people tend to shy away from it. But I think it's time to break the silence around it and get real about depression. Because like I said, it affects like millions of people around the world. Right? So, in this episode, I wanted to talk about coping mechanism. Because, as you can see, this podcast is one for me. So, I wanted to ask you, when, what do you do when you're feeling down? When the world seems like a dark place? When you're depressed, <laughs> actually? You know some... Some people turn to alcohol, some turn to drugs, and some turn to 
ice cream while watching Bridget Jones Diary or another very good rom-com. <laughs> and some turn to sad music, like me, I guess. Like, I have to tell you, Antihero by Taylor Swift just became my new anthem. <laughs> But joke aside, um, I read that people like to listen to sad song actually when when they're feeling depressed because listening to sad songs can help people release and process their emotions, but in a healthy way, or at least healthier way. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's comforting to know that someone else gets it, you know? Sad songs about heartbreak, loneliness, and everything in between. It, it can make you feel less alone in your misery. Like, oh, he wrote this song and it must be about him or his life or his love life or his heartbreak. And yeah, it's like he gets it and I'm not alone. And even this person, this singer experienced the same thing as me. So... Yeah, it makes me feel less alone in my own misery. And also I feel like it can be like a mini holiday from the real world. Like I get to escape from my current reality and experience emotions that I might not be able to express in my everyday life. I don't know if you know what I mean but and I think it's cheaper than therapy too so for me it's like a win-win <laughs> but sometimes you know it's just hard to put your feelings into words so listening to sad music can help to understand and process all this bunch of emotions better and yeah lead to a sense of comfort and healing Well, that's what we hope. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, you, ca you can form, actually, you can form an, an emotional connection with music, especially if it resonates with your personal experiences and emotions. So that's why I think we, we find comfort in these connections. And yeah, you know, like when I feel like I'm Taylor Swift's best friend while she doesn't even know I exist. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, but of course, misery loves company. And I think it's important to remember that. And I know some people prefer like uplifting music or happy music and find that it helps them feel better. But yeah, it's very personal. For me, it's like sad music. <laughs> I also had, personally other coping strategies for depression. They may not be the best one, but that was, I told myself at the beginning, because it was just just hard to see how, how I could fit better, you know. So first I said to myself, okay, just embrace the darkness. If you can't beat it, just join it, right? 
Embrace your depression and make it your new best friend. You'll never have to feel lonely again, at least. And I guess fake it till you make it. Put on a smile even if it hurts and pretend to be happy even if you're not. For me, it was like acting. <laughs> and I thought I might just fool myself into feeling better because I think brain is dumb <laughs> and you can't fool it. Um, well, if you want to know the result, that was not true and not very helpful. <laughs> But it developed my sarcasm, I guess. So, But, oh, yeah, I <laughs> forget that. I had one more. Um, and I guess it's not a bad one, this one, because that's what I do now with this podcast. Um, I thought to myself that I just had to find the humor in life. Like, depression can make everything seem bleak and hopeless, right? But there is always a silver lining. So I tried to find the humor in my situation, even if it was dark. Because I think Lotha is the best medicine, even for depression. So I guess just watch a comedy, read a joke book, or just launch a podcast like me. <laughs> But just find something that makes you smile. And after this phase, I guess I can call it like that, I began to search for real advice this time. So first I learned with no surprise that physical activity can help because it releases endorphins, so it can help boost your mood. So I just put on my workout gear and head to the gym or the couch, whichever was closer to me, to be honest. Um, I also tried to reach out to a support group. No friends, because I don't like to annoy my friends. I, I don't have a lot of free friends, but and I'm a lonely person, so I like to, to resolve my problems alone, generally. But anyway... <laughs> um, But sharing your thoughts and feelings with others can help reduce feelings of isolation and loneliness. I also considered speaking with a mental health professional. So I found my therapist I still see now, and I really like her. Um, the only problem is that she's in Belgium, so I don't see her as often as I would like to, but anyway. they. They really can help you to develop coping strategies and provide support. And you probably know that, but also sleep can help improve mood and reduce stress. Just make sure to avoid oversleeping like me or you'll become a professional coach potato. And we don't want that because it will not help you at all. Um, what did I do to, well... Well, I practice mindfulness now. It's this thing where you have to focus on the present moment and try not to get caught up in negative thought. You know, it's easier said than done, but try. <laughs> you have to try to stay in the now and not the past or the future. Also, creativity can help reduce stress and boost mood. So... Try painting, writing, or making music just for, for fun. Because just don't expect to be the next Picasso or Shakespeare. <laughs> and 
I think this is the obvious one, but the most important too, um, treat yourself something you love, like junk food or video game. Just remember that moderation is key for everything, or you end up with a sugar high and a gaming addiction. <laughs> and be kind to yourself, just don't beat yourself up for feeling down. Be gentle with yourself and remember that everyone experiences ups and downs. You're not alone. As soon as I was more gentle with myself, I was feeling better and sometimes even if I w wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, today won't be a good day for me. I'm like, no, I won't write this in my journal. I will act like I love myself, I love my body, I love my life, and I, I will just fool my brain, you know? So, if you don't know what to do, the best way to cope with depression is definitely to seek help. Don't be like me when I said that I don't like to annoy my friends and everything. Even though I know that sometimes it's difficult to find help, because when I needed help myself, I remember being offered to be part of a group therapy. It was the fastest way, because if I wanted therapy, um, like face-to-face, one-to-one appointment, the wait was several months. If you live in England, you know, you probably know what I'm talking about, but I don't complain because it's free and it's certainly not the fault of the NHS, but that's another subject, <laughs> not for today. But anyway, um, it was a CBT therapy and my neurodivergent brain didn't bite, bite at all. I clearly saw it as an assignment, homeworks to be done every week, and it clearly didn't help me. And since I use my quota, I think I can call it like that, quota of help via the NHS, you know, with this group therapy, well, I couldn't get therapy with another therapist. So anyway, the point is that it's not always easy to find help, and I know that. But maybe you can talk to a friend, a family member, or else. Some people turn to therapy, some turn to medication. And some turned to Netflix binging and said it's okay. <laughs> but the best way to cope with depression is to find what works for you and just to stick with it. Whether it's exercise, self-care or support, there are ways to manage your symptoms and find hope and happiness again. And that's what we want. And there is always other options like even pretending everything's fine and becoming a hermit. <laughs> or... There's always cat videos on the internet, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I guess that was the last word for today. Um, thanks for tuning in into this first episode of the You're Not My Therapist podcast. I'm so happy and so excited. Uh, I hope you had a good love. And uh, if you like this podcast, don't hesitate to subscribe and just feel free to leave us a review. Also... Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of the You're Not My Therapist podcast. It will be uh, 
an episode um, about anxiety. So we will be exploring anxiety and all this big mess. And as always, you're not my therapist, but you'll do. <laughs> Until next time, keep smiling or at least keep faking it. Bye.